We're ready. All right. One, two, three. One, two. Three. Hello, Kev, you motherfucker. <laughs> Wait, do we did we did one two? We oh. did one two and then hello. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well. Hello, right. everybody. Well, hey, welcome. everyone. Welcome to Joe uh, and Kev's Marriage Rescue Rangers. Marriage Rangers. Joe and Kev. Marriage Rescue Rangers. Joe and Kev. Marriage Rescue Rangers. We're here again. We're still friends. Um, we haven't been torn apart by this show yet, so that's cool. Um, and I don't think there's any wasn't ever any chance of that. So, but it's just cool to know that 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 we are still together. Yeah, and we're loving life. Uh, I'm here in the beautiful Florida Keys uh, right now, enjoying a little R and R, uh, and I'm actually on vacation mode. So, uh, but you know, I still got to do the podcast. So, Joe, I'm happy to be here with you, and uh, it's a blessing. Kev, it's great to be here with you. I am. Uh, I'm not on vacation mode, um, but I am in the Florida Keys as well. So you're here in the Florida Keys. You're not on mm-hmm. vacation. You're working on a boat, right. a crab boat, and yep. it's a terrible. It's not crab season, so you're having a hard time. It's a little rough, and we're also going um, uh, on like a paddle boat, uh, so it's very difficult to mm-hmm. even set crab traps because. It's a lot of work hauling all, the, of, the, all of the traps. The traps are bigger than the boat. So, right. Yeah. Well, that's yeah, why we brought much progress, but um, that's why we brought the sea queen herself <laughs> as our guest <laughs> to help us break down this lovely episode. Uh, our guest, none other than Agata. Hi. Thanks for having me. Welcome, Agata. We are so excited to have you. Thank you so much. I'm so excited. I mean, ever since I heard the show was going to happen, I was like, gotta be on it because I can't mm-hmm. not do a show. Right. I have to be invited on every show. You wanted to be on Marriage Rescue, the show. with You oh, want yeah. to get married and have a problem so you can get fixed by John Taffer. Uh, yeah. But you're having, trouble, right. you're having trouble finding somebody who wants to marry you. So... Mm-hmm. You yeah, so he's like, this decided. show isn't for you. Like, find mm-hmm. another show. And I'm like, please, I yeah. I need it. Um, and he's he, he's not a very understanding guy. I mean, I don't, I think that comes across on the show. Um, well, he's, in he's the in the past, mean. in the past, yes, but now I think he's definitely a lot nicer. Uh, oh, yeah, he's softened up a lot. Puerto Rico's really kind of, you know. Uh, got him in touch with his like empathetic side and understanding people uh, sometimes don't can't find anybody to marry them. Uh, John understands that he, he he does understand that you will eventually marry somebody. So that's that's good. It's good to know that. Uh, so don't oh, that's worry great. About it. You will. You will eventually find you will eventually everybody eventually marries somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, Thanks. That, that makes me feel better. Let's see. Well, you know, I I love Bar Rescue. Great show, you know. Um, I, I love when he gets in there, really shakes things up, changes everything to steampunk, um, mixes up the menu with some crazy shit, um, and then just kind of lets them loose. It, it just 
it just kind of if it, it's a feel good show, you know. Mm-hmm. Now yeah, I get do, confused sometimes. Oh, okay. I was just gonna ask, do you like when he shuts it down? Oh, of course, of course. Okay, I like I like when he shuts it down, and you know, like I think the fact that he is so good at kind of giving new life to a bar, I see why they ran with that idea and were like, he's basically a certified marriage counselor. Let's just throw him into this role, and that makes sense. Yeah, it's a real natural fit and progression for his career. Yeah, it's an A to B like move. He's been doing this a long time, uh, 30 years. Yeah. He's been helping uh, people. Well, the thing to know about him, yeah, he's been doing this for 35 years. He's not a therapist, but he's fucking good at this. Yeah, well, I mean, essentially, like, yelling at someone about, you know, cheese fries or something is basically the same thing as solving like a decade worth of resentment related to infidelity and cheating, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in my eyes, at least. Yeah. Uh, he says something later in the episode. Um, I think it, it, I, I do have this clip for later, but I mean, it, it very much applies to what you're saying is that sometimes the simplest tasks can reveal the most about a person. And that's mm-hmm. something John says, I think when they're making uh, smoothies and, that's something that applies to like, yeah, like cheese fries. Like if this husband, wife, uh, couple at, that runs this bar can't uh, can't make cheese fries, then they're not going to survive as a couple. So if you get them to make the right cheat, make the cheese fries good, then you will reveal that they can actually work. Exactly. A couple. Exactly. And that just erases yeah, the yeah. root of the issue that they have, mm-hmm. which yeah, is that it, he fucks someone else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, in this particular episode, I don't think there was any sexual intercourse. Uh, you believe that? that? Clearly established. <laughs> you believe that? I mean, I believe. I look. I I can only take people at their words on this show. I can only say, you know, they said that. So, I, well, who am I to say they're lying? I don't. I'm not there. The, John hasn't pulled out the lie detector test yet. So not yet. Which I was hoping he was good. <laughs> this episode but he did not (laughs) um i love that at the beginning of the show when he's like creepily spying on them uh with his weird little uh, Mm -hmm. ipad setup Mm -hmm. and then he's kind of like just wait until they see who it is like they really tease it as if it's this big reveal that people are gonna be like holy shit it's john tepper um and then he shows up and you can kind of see that they're like coaxed into like saying something about him so they're like Mm -hmm. i've seen him on tv before i think yeah that's a great uh running little segment each week now that i look forward (laughs) at the first episode both couples clearly knew who john taffer was now that we're going through it's getting less and less uh apparent to some of the couples uh who this man is and it just looks like he is a hotel staff member (laughs) Who just like kind of shows up and asking if they're having a good time. Yeah, exactly. He he's not like famous enough that a like maybe he is. I don't know. To me, I don't think he's like a household name in that way. To where he can just jump in the middle of a couple that's like yelling at each other and be like, "Guess who it is? Yeah, it's me." The the thing is, is that he like 
these couples come and they know that somebody will be coming up to them to like can't counsel their marriage or, or whatever they know what they're doing they're on a show about fixing their marriage right so they are sitting there and they're thinking okay somebody is going to come up to us and when he comes up so the only thing for them to be surprised about it's not that there is someone there to help their marriage is that it's john taffer who's helping them <laughs> well, so yes they do make says it. so much oh he's like the fact that i'm the one coming in to rescue their yeah. marriage is a bit of a shock yeah like they're not gonna well, believe it he has the X factor. Yeah, he yeah. And I think even Xavier said later, he's like, I'm shocked. It was almost like a pro a promo for the show. He's like, I'm shocked that somebody I did not know in such a short mm-hmm. amount of time here in Puerto Rico could change my life in such a way. And I was like, that sounds like somebody told you say these exact words. Yeah. Or, uh, the producer pitch for the show. Yeah. Yeah, pretty right. much. Um, well, so is, in- is every episode in Puerto Rico? Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, and we'll, look, we'll, we're just what we do is we, I don't know if you've listened to this. Uh, we love our listeners. If you're not a listener yet, hopefully uh, you will be next episode. Um, but uh, what we do is we go through clips of the show and in, in uh, uh, time, you know, what is it? What do you call it? Sequential uh, sequential you know? order, chronological order. Yeah, we do it in that order. Uh, and uh, so, well, I mean, we can jump around. Look, it's fun to jump around. I I love it. Joe loves it. Uh, yeah. we've, we've all been, uh, you know, put on the old potato sack and had a good jump around the house, but this, the it's way we put do on this, crisscrosses jump around and it is, that's too, that's probably more fun than a potato sack. Um, probably funnier too, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I'm but, having a, I'm but, laughing just thinking about it. Yeah. Well, so uh, how about we just get right into it? So these two couples, uh, before um, we start, I do have to give a Taffer's tea update. Oh, yes, please. Yes. Um, Jonathan Lipton related to the Lipton uh, family of T's. Um, Jonathan Lipton has killed himself, though, um, out of out of respect for what is happening in the in the tea movement across the nation with Tapper T's just kind of destroying every uh, tea family. The coward. What's happening? Oh, you don't know about Taffer's Tees? No. Oh, okay. It's okay. a, it's a. Oh boy, how do we, how do we even? Well, um, basically, uh, Taffer has decided to launch a brand of teas because, mm. uh, it just sounds nice. Taffer's Tees, and you know what? He's actually pretty damn good at. It. It's not just that it sounds nice. Is that he started making the tea and he was like, "Damn, this is actually pretty good." Okay. And uh, and because of that, there has been a wave of financial crises in tea companies so much so that we're having you know uh i think it was the guy from nest tea or something Mm -hmm. Uh, somebody last week it was the guy that was on the white house lawn and lit himself on fire um Um, and this week it was uh james lipton uh famous yeah i said jonathan first uh james lipton uh famous for inside the actor studio well Mm. uh, he's famously confused in that he um well like it's understandable that he doesn't know if he's jonathan or james is because he's famously a uh obsessed with japanese culture he's a bit of a weeb i think we call them here in america That's right and, and that is why he's decided to commit seppuku uh and because of uh 
losing in this business. Uh, they, they business is very important in Japanese culture. Mm-hmm. At least that's what Jonathan believes, and he still believes that they did commit seppuku. So that's what he decided to do. Yeah. So I just wanted to give a quick update on that. Um, that the Taffer Tea movement is still sweeping across the nation um, mercilessly, and it, it's dangerous. <laughs> Do you, sorry, do you guys mind if I take a break for a couple of minutes? I need to call my boss back real quick. You Go right ahead. It. You got right. some friends in the tea industry? <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to leave this running. I'm going to use my other phone, but I'll be back. Well, we're learning a lot about Agata. She's got two phones. She's got friends in the tea business. And uh, now, I guess she's two, using the to, to me, two, two phones is a warning sign. Um, and I learned mm-hmm. that. Um, from watching a lot of uh, Marriage Rescue. Yeah, it's kind of like a smoke signal. What a lot of times is that if uh, you know if your village is about to be invaded, uh, one of your uh, like back in the old days, one of the uh, younger, uh, more agile people would climb a tree and wave two phones in the air and let everyone right. know there is this is a warning sign and danger is coming ahead. It's a two phone signal. So that's what a guy is probably doing to the tea, the her tea friends. And it makes sense. Um, you know, the, the tea movement hasn't quite um, Los Angeles where uh, Agata is located. Yeah, I had to call my dad and let him know what was going on. And he's, you know, to say the least, he's not happy at all about uh, Taffer's teas. Yeah, well, I think what he can do and a lot of people are finding that it's better to uh well like if you can't beat them join Mm. them uh so if his really his only option uh for survival is to join john taffer you know i'll i'll let him know i don't think he's gonna be happy about that either yeah your dad's a man who bows to no one but uh, i think he's gonna find himself uh around his head around uh john taffer's waistline just from bowing from bowing I think yeah. so. I think so. Should we, should we get so, into the episode? Yeah, I, I'd Absolutely. love to. Honestly, this is what <laughs> this is what we do best. Yeah, um, is what we do, and we do it best. Great, uh, mm-hmm. can't wait. So the first couple is Xavier and Taina. They've been married ten years, and they have three children. Um, they have two children that are not uh, involved in their marriage. They're just kind of hanging, hanging around, seeing if. Seeing what's up, right, Joe? That's that's correct. They're um they're vagabonds that they mm-hmm. just kind of wandered into this house, and Xavier and Tain are so nice they just like to keep them around. Oh, all right. They're like extras uh, in the movie business. You know, you gotta have, uh, you know, like one of the kids is uh, doing the taking out the trash. Someone's gotta someone's gotta clean out the gutters. So that's what, that kid will do that in the background. Um, yeah. So and, to get and he, has, uh, he has another kid, right? Or is that one um, of those two? Um, I don't know. I, I wasn't he aware. Does, of... He does. He does actually have another kid. It is. It's <laughs> but it's a very literal kid. It's a, a, a baby goat. She did say like. That this kid was not a part. Yeah, it wasn't her kid. So to her less of a less of a human which makes sense if it's a a a baby goat so um this is just to get a little uh intro into like what their um you know what their marital problems are but xavier cheated on me three years ago and as a result i have no trust for him 
While I did uh, make out with this young lady, I assured Taina that, that we did not have sex. Since I've cheated on Taina, she's found different ways to just kind of like monitor my moves. While I was out, you was GPS on my phone. Why are you doing? Why are you GPS on my phone? I just want to make sure you are where you say you are. She wants to know where I am, where I'm going, who I'm doing it with, who's going, who's going to be there. I'm getting the notifications and the phone is ringing off. And I even get an email saying that your phone is being tracked. OK, well, if you were always honest about certain things, I wouldn't have to track you. Basically, um, their problem is that, uh, as I explained, is that he kissed another woman, a, y a young lady, I think he says, or a young mm -hmm. woman. He, uh, one of the things is that he doesn't like how Taina's uh, tracking him. But as, well, as me and Joe know from following that is that Taina is an ex-Navy SEAL and she has been working under contract as one of Taffer's trackers yep. for the past few years. Um, so when he's like, you know, when, you know, I'm sure when they got into this marriage, uh, he already knew what her background was tracking and that's kind of what she did. So it's weird that he's like all of a sudden when that's in her nature. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't really make sense. Like you don't marry someone and then try to change who they are. Mm -hmm. That's absolutely right. It doesn't work. I mean, that's kind of the thesis of this whole show, right? Like you can't force someone to be what you want. And this episode in particular, we see a lot of that. We see a lot of these couples trying to change each other. But yeah, Taffer mm -hmm. knows deep down that you can't do that if you want to have a successful marriage. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, it's a, uh, he definitely breaks down the idea that there's a compromise. And um, in this episode, they did a good job of, um, well, like normally there's one, well, I want to say normally, but sometimes there's one couple who's not, doesn't really have any problems and they've just basically uh, tricked their way into a free, uh, Free vacation. Puerto Rican vacation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and I think uh, this next couple is basically the perfect example of that. So they compare them at least with Taina and Xavier, who have some real problems with like you know actual che confirmed cheating that has happened. So yeah, the um, the difference between the two of them is very like noticeable. Yeah, <laughs> like, it was pretty stark. Yeah. yeah, like the first couple is like it feels like they are on the brink of divorce and the other couples kind of like, mm, I wish he would like put an ad on Craigslist or something. <laughs> I don't like the way he flips the pancakes when he's making me <laughs> breakfast, you know, just, yeah. Yeah. It's very minor, like not even, I like it. I'm telling you right now that there probably wasn't even a problem at all. And they just, anytime that you hear them talking about it, it's just to play up the issue. Wow, um, I never considered that, and now I feel duped. Well, yeah, this guy, um, Rob, uh, this couple is Rob and Misha. They're a gay couple, a gay, and they're married, and that's legal now, so that's good. But mm -hmm. uh, unfortunately, uh, Rob is, uh, he's a, well, I'll let him introduce himself to us uh, in this next clip. I'm an artist, you know, I'm a visual artist. I like to draw, I like that's to paint. I'm a Republican consultant and conservative media commentator. Okay, yes. What the fuck is this job? Yeah. What? Um, he, <laughs> Rob is, uh, he works for TP USA, um, which is like a news outlet, Toilet like a paper? conservative news. 
Yeah, it's to, it stands for Toilet Paper USA, <laughs> and it's a news website centered around how to wipe your butt in different ways. So yeah. they have different people from all across the world uh, log into TPUSA. Well, it's just USA. Don't, sorry, it's TPUSA. Um, yeah, yeah across on. the world. Come on. Be, because it's different. Once you get out of the U.S., you're going to find yeah. it's different. If, if you've ever traveled, yeah, uh, yeah everybody wipes yeah. their butt differently. Check out TP International if that's what you want. That's right. <laughs> That is such like uh, uh, I'm not even ready for that. That network and the resources they have have so many different techniques that I just want to get my footing here at home first, right? And then I'll worry about the rest <laughs> of the world. Exactly, exactly. So Rob teaches every uh, I guess little kids how to wipe their butt or something like that, and Republican kids, um, rep- little Republican kids, yeah. uh, and. Uh, um, what's his name? And Misha is an as uh, a European artist, you know. And I love I love uh, that character of a person, you know. He's like I am European artist, you know. It's it's just yeah. a good and it's not racist because he's white. So <laughs> <laughs> he's like uh, he's like a yeah like a guy who doesn't own a watch that's like you know yeah. late for your coffee date or something. Like mm-hmm. yeah, it 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 really seems like very like what is the problem here? Like you married this guy, and mm-hmm. even even Tapper says it at some point when he's talking to them, and he's like, "You want him to be someone who he's not," and the guy's like, "Yeah," mm-hmm. and he's like, "Well, that's dumb." I mean, like, well, how could you see Misha or like, you know, I don't know how long they knew each other before they got married, but from what we see of Misha, how can you expect? to change this type of person like this is a type of guy who's just so just you know you see him and like i compare him to like a manny ramirez type who you're gonna be like that's misha being misha and you can't change misha it's just who he is so yeah uh and if you know him for maybe like a day you probably could get that kind of uh drift but um rob is just because as you can tell because he works for tpusa he's just like a natural born grifter like it's in his blood to you know just like find any ways and uh you know maybe like alter his beliefs or like you know put his beliefs aside in order to you know get a free thing or get some like you know whatever it may be because you know obviously that's what he did to get on this show uh because they do not have any problems at all and I'll play a little clip here of, uh, I guess, I think this is their problems. Like, this is like the height of their problems. How's that collection coming, by the way? Well, it's ours. Sometimes it takes time, you know? Oh, oh, okay. So really dramatic. A a pretty uh, (laughs) uh, basic understanding of any artist is that, uh, especially a visual artist, is that, yeah, it takes time to, uh, A, paint you know create art and then make a an entire collection uh mm-hmm. it's gonna take a while and and rob yeah, apparently just does a bunch not of seem art. to yes does not yeah. seem to understand that allegedly <laughs> rob's basically he, he, he likes microwave art he's like fast fry me some art he likes diner art or whatever you know <laughs> like just get in there i don't care if it's good just give me production i want eggs and bacon it doesn't matter where the fuck you got it from how you source this the, these this produce just give it to me and put a lot of it on a plate and uh yeah he just he has a fundamental misunderstanding of art he's like oh yeah time yeah art takes time <laughs> okay buddy <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, like I could draw something right now. It would take thirty seconds, and that's art. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just and do that like for ten minutes. Just yeah. keep doing art, and then put all of those things that you created up, and there's your collection. Exactly, it's that simple in Rob's stupid little brain. Well, and then you got to spend you know thousands of dollars in like promoting your art and getting it seen. So it's good to like you know do something that takes thirty minutes. You know that you don't have any confidence behind just get it out there and then put all the money and resources into it. I understand that's basically the TPUSA strategy when it comes to butt wiping because, look, <laughs> I don't mean to shit on TP, but... Oh, um, I do. They... I actually absolutely do. Well, I don't mean to shit on my TP directly. That would uh... Wait, Joe, you shit onto your toilet paper? So what I do is I, I, get, I get a big uh, double-ply roll and I start rolling it over the hole of my toilet and I tape it down. And then I stand over my toilet and shit directly <laughs> onto the TP. This is the problem. TP USA is getting good people like Joe, and it's feeding the, this kind of BS information. And this is the problem. Uh, this is the way Rob. This is his idea of uh, you know generating content and selling things. Um, just you know throw throw whatever at the wall. You know whatever kind of butt wiping idea, and the people will eat it up. And uh, but that's not really the case with art. So I think it's a art politics kind of divide here. So they're out there, they're having their, uh, you know, tropical drinks. And then John, you know, with Rob and Misha, they're not even arguing. I forget that it's the same thing. It's like, oh, your collection, well, it's art. Like, yeah, well, I don't know. Sometimes that's an excuse. So uh, John goes to break it up. And that's when we get, uh, uh, like you talked about how, when they recognize John. So. I'll play this clip. Hey, how are you? Hi, how are you doing? Hi, Misha, I'm John. Hi, John, nice to meet you. Rob. Hey, what's going on? I'm Rob. How are you? Good. You know who I am, don't you? I have seen Bar Rescue. Um, I have seen Bar Rescue is what he says. It's <laughs> not like, a, I love Bar Rescue. I'm a fan of Bar Rescue I watch every yeah. week. And I did cut it, but I promise you, listeners, that he they just move on and they start talking about something else. And he just says, I saw John and I have watched Bar Rescue. It's like, yes, these are facts, you know. And, uh, like, there's not a big yeah. enough reaction to, like, this entire setup, which is, like, so elaborate. And then the end is supposed to be them, like, holy shit, no way! It's John motherfucking Tap. No, yeah. instead he's just like, I have seen him on my TV when I was flipping through channels one time. <laughs> yes. He's like technically before that it might he might have said technically he might have said technically I have seen Bar Rescue, <laughs> <laughs> but they missed that. Um, yeah, they they we actually in the episodes we've watched they have done a couple of times where they do like a they manipulate the audio to uh, like to have things be funnier or whatever because they're just so little content in these shows and this is honestly like the, the I think this is the worst episode of them all. And we just lost Joe in the chat, but we'll just, I'll just say this anyway. I think this is the worst episode of them all because it's just, there are no stakes in it. I know you said that you're like, man, this is a dark episode, but compared to the other episodes, this was like a very block. It was boring <laughs> compared to other ones. Like, yeah, uh, I mean, I did think it was very dark. I watched part of the first episode and I found that to be extremely dark. Um, and then I was like, oh, I can't watch this anymore. And I turned on this one. And it still was dark. I mean, like, especially... Oh, the, f it, the first it, one is... Yeah. 
with Mark and Kelly. That's like a yeah. That's we watched Mark get murdered. Uh, I don't, yeah, he Kelly kills Mark several yeah, times in that episode. Very it's, rough. It's just yeah that was i mean it's just like it to me it feels like when you go out to dinner with your friends who and they're a couple and they clearly show up to dinner after like arguing for hours beforehand and Mm -hmm. like and then the (laughs) argument just like extends into dinner and they're like sniping at each other and like you're Mm -hmm. just sitting there in the middle like awkwardly that whole the whole show feels like that you ordered the uh I see you ordered the salmon. I, I told you in the car I was going to order the salmon. But sure, I guess we can both have the salmon, even though you'll say normally say we like to share. But okay. All right. Yeah. No. Yeah. We'll both get the salmon. Yeah. Okay. Nobody. Nobody. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. No, uh, I, I wanted the salmon. I told you I wanted the salmon. I said I was going to order the fucking salmon. Yeah. But if you keep, you're the one that always says that we should share dishes, right? So I get something and you get something. So now what? So now what? I have to let you get the salmon. Otherwise, you, you always know, and I can't have do this. the. And you're not even going to finish the salmon. So now we're just going to have to take salmon back to the hotel. It's not like we can have another meal. I want the fingerling potatoes. Uh, so uh, John figures out their relationship issues. And then he, uh, there was one moment that I clipped out when Rob was talking about uh, how creative, uh, <laughs> how he's talking about how creative Misha is. And I just really like how John responds. Do you think you're disciplined like he is? No. Do you think you're as creative as he is? No, I could never be. Never be as creative as him in a hundred years on this earth. Okay. So after a hundred years, possibly be as creative. (laughs) You know what? They say what? It takes like 10,000 hours to become a master of something. Rob knows that after a hundred years, he could probably be more creative than Misha. Mm Mm-hmm. And he also says on Earth. So it's like, you know. Are we talking about know, space? If we go into space, I may, maybe my juices will start flowing. Or maybe he's just a completely different uh, creative force in space or Mars or something like that. And he knows that. So he's like, I cannot lie to Misha. So I will say 100 years on this Earth. <laughs> a very diplomatic answer. Yeah, he's a he's a politician, yeah. It did kind of feel like he hated him in that moment. He was envious of his yeah. creativity. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's yeah. what I was picking up on. Yeah, because he doesn't understand art whatsoever. So it's so it's something that he doesn't understand. So he just like hates it because he doesn't even understand what is happening. Yeah. Um the so bo- very boring uh, couple. There's nothing wrong with them they're just they're they're full of shit uh so i don't like them that because they tricked john then the other couple taina and xavier and i hope i'm saying her name right but uh they are are doing their thing where they're drinking uh by the pool john's doing his reconnaissance and their blow up is actually a lot more uh it's a lot more serious there's like some stakes to it and it was pretty funny to me so I'll, I'll just play it. That's the real deal. Why can't you accept the real deal? This because the for me personally, if I cheat, I'm going to cheat on somebody that has something different or better. They're going to have a bigger penis. <laughs> They're going to look better than you. It's going to be something. <laughs> that's such a good clip. Yeah. That was like so, a... That's, <laughs> 
What, when she said is, penis, Xavier kind of looks at her like, what? <laughs> Why are you saying that? <laughs> Why are you saying that on TV? What the fuck? Yeah, he, he's like, you're you're basically saying I have a small dick to everybody in the yeah, world right yeah. now. <laughs> Pretty much. And uh, for a show that the past like female guests, I, some, I follow some of them on Twitter, and they've said uh, that the show's like supports the men in the show over the with them like they take their side in the edit so for a show that's like very heavily mra uh, as far as <laughs> as far as like they're concerned um mm-hmm. i thought this was a good response by the show to say no we will show a clip of this woman saying her uh that he has a small penis <laughs> in front of the world <laughs> and, I, and i like that that was just when john was walking up <laughs> He he shows up just after that. (laughs) That's what he interrupts. He's like, I gotta stop this. I gotta stop this. My guy's dying out there. (laughs) Look how they're butchering my boy out there. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, look, he's not the most attractive guy. So um, the way he does talk about, uh, I don't know, the way he acts as if, sometimes I feel like he's a little full of himself that doesn't deserve it. So uh, and obviously he did cheat on her, so he sucks in that regard. So um, I'm here for the the small penis call out. I mean, I uh, yeah, I'm I like this woman a lot more than I like this guy. I wrote in my notes that he's a loser guy. I don't know what that's a reference to, but I assume it's just everything he says. Um, he he doesn't really seem to take responsibility for his cheating. He I definitely think he fucked that girl. I think that is a lie when he's like, we just made out. If all of his responses to like, did you sleep with her? Were like they, I don't know if it's because I'm a child of the Bill Clinton era, but they just reeked of the I did not have sexual relations like, yes. response. Yes. You know, that was like exactly. so. Yeah, that was so like, bizarre. Yeah, yeah. It felt it, I didn't believe him uh, at all, and I thought like, I mean, she's obviously this this cheating thing has obviously like gotten so ingrained in her that she's obsessed with it and it's not healthy she's lashing out in like wild ways like tracking his phone or whatever but like she's she's one of taffer's trackers so i don't think that's like lashing out (laughs) is more of just like the when the tiger bites uh uh you know the zookeeper it's not because he's lashing out at the zookeeper it's just what tiger does that's right they're just and she's just doing her job uh, yeah, um, I guess I guess that's true. She even like comments like after John Amisen that uh like she's like, Yeah, I mean, I'm worried for Xavier. I don't really have to do anything because <laughs> I didn't do anything wrong, you know, like it's him, he's the bad guy. Like, all yeah. I gotta do is forgive him, right? And <laughs> yeah. So you have you have two couples, one where there's no problem at all, and the other one where it's just like the the husband's uh, kind of a like a shithead. So Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and like it's he's just like why are you why are you like bothering me all the time it's like well because you're fucking cheating on her like mm-hmm. you're but like that's gaslighting to be like oh it's so shitty for you to be like bothering me about cheating on you but when he obviously mm-hmm. is cheating on her yeah and his uh and like the rehearsed response or whatever all that that just feels so like fake or whatever uh, mm-hmm. you know that's not doing that's not doing him any favors so yeah um but yeah hey look you know gpsing uh, 
she then she did make a rookie mistake when he like it, he got a message a notification saying that yeah what what GPS. app is that <laughs> yeah right <laughs> where you could just like 100 percent track someone's phone it's some cia technology oh that's true that she left on text notifications or something <laughs> so i gotta basically since watching the show you realize that much like in Bar Rescue, they do um, in Bar Rescue, there's a stress test and then a uh, like a final test or something like that. In this one, there is the relationship stress test before the therapy test uh, mm. type thing, uh, the breakdown before you build it up. So the way they've decided to break down Rob and Misha and have them like, you know, really come to terms with the issues in their relationship is have them ride a bike, a tandem bicycle yeah and and that makes sense the big twist the big twist is that misha has never ridden a bike ever and i believe him when he says he hasn't so i like (laughs) i take the premise like i'm full on like he has not ridden a bike because he he seems like he hasn't the way he describes it and and uh uh i'm sure i had a point here oh um Oh, but uh, Misha is the one that's supposed to lead. So Misha has to be part of the test is that Misha has to lead. He has to be the one at the front of the bike, steering the bike. And I have a clip of it. Uh, It's very intense. Uh, So if you're driving, pull over. um, If if, uh, if you have your children listening, please just uh, mute the the podcast for uh, 30 seconds, because this is uh, this is pretty, pretty grim. Give you a second to do that okay should be on the shoulder now put it in park and here we go okay all right let's no, go there you go okay 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 i'm just going wow babe you have yeah. to steer it steer what you- oh. <laughs> <laughs> i love- all right, so at this point, Misha, when he said he'd never ridden a bike, I was thinking, okay, this guy, you know, he's going to have some trouble here, but, you know, there's going to be it. But Misha has, is just, he doesn't know what he's even steering. When he says, you have to steer the bike, he's like, steer what? <laughs> I'm doing what? What? The, uh, I don't, you know, it, how does it make sense that in order for them to solve their relationship problems, this man has to do a thing that he's never done in his life. <laughs> like he has to be forced into an activity. Like what if he couldn't swim? Would they just push him into a, a lake? Well, probably. Yeah, I'm guessing. Um, and so if, he sw- I, if he managed to get out, then he loves his husband. Yeah. It's like swim for your marriage, you know, like, do you <laughs> love him? Then you will swim. I think that's like a, one of the like oldest, uh, truths like universal truths that's Um, true so um misha he's so confused he doesn't know what to do with the bike uh i have a little bit more of the clip and we'll just see you have to no stop going back and forth stop 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 (laughs) stop me okay so what you didn't see is that misha stood on top of the bike he was actually standing on the part where you sit and he's kind of moving his he's doing a little dance up there he's such an artist 
That's the thing. He's he's so creative. You could never be as creative as this guy on a hundred years on Earth. So he's doing things with bikes that people have never seen before, and Rob doesn't know how to handle it. <laughs> yeah, they should have had somebody ride a bike beside them first, so he could at least see what it's supposed to look like. Because to just get him on a bike, you know, he's just gonna have fun. He's gonna say, "Okay, what do I do with these handlebars? Ah, oh, maybe I they look like perfect for my feet." And oh, the seat. This like seat shaped thing, maybe that's where I put my left hand and I kind of raise my right arm into the air and do some sort of warrior yoga pose. I don't do yoga, but I'm guessing that's a move. Rob's like whole undercurrent seems to be like, Misha needs to get a real job, like, you know, toilet paper (laughs) blogging. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's a, yeah, he's not, but. Anyway, they, but I mean, <laughs> somehow, okay, what is it? I think Rob's like, oh, well, we compromised um, because Misha could not steer the bike, couldn't ride the bike at all, that I would be the one in front and Misha will lead by doing the directions. Is that how they decided <laughs> that he was going to take the mm-hmm. lead still? Um yeah, so then they go, they ride their bicycle to go get some juice or something like that. I don't, I don't really remember the rest of it. Uh, but they, they bond and they actually handle the stress test really well because, well, it wasn't that stressful. Uh, yeah, it seemed normal. Mm-hmm. Also, like, why was he in the front if that's the part, the hard part? Right. Yeah. The, yeah. That John set up this whole test for them to see if. <laughs> Uh, Misha could uh, ride this bike up front and he could not so John calls this a a massive success for them um, yeah. but by his own definition of what this test was supposed to be it failed immeasurably yeah yeah. but good for them they did it their relationship has no problems yeah they're on the way to a they're on their way to the promise ceremony, mm-hmm. which we'll just call it the promised land. Um, I love that. Yeah. Um, so uh, Xavier and Taina, they have a similar um, similar task. Uh, I'll play that because it's very surprising. So this is a similar situation where if you're not ready to be surprised, uh, pull over. I gotta, I gotta say, this one really actually threw me for a loop. <laughs> I, I did not see this twist coming. This is, yeah, it's just Shyamalan esque. Uh, let's play. Hi, guys. Hello. Welcome. Hello. Thank you for your patience. I'm Charlie. Hey, Charlie. I'm Taina. Taina. Charlie Xavier. Ah, I've been waiting for you guys. Yes. Okay. So, um, I would like. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. John said you're going to fill in for me. No fucking way. <laughs> We're going to fill in for you. You're going to fill in for me. If Xavier and... Oh, I, I, I think I cut it short. Um, I think he says if, if Xavier and Tiny can't make a smoothie, how can they... How can they survive in their relationship or something? Like that? <laughs> so, yeah, some context here is that... Uh, and those are Xavier completely the same things. Yeah, Xavier and Taina show up at this like smoothie shop, and they go to order. And then the 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 man behind the sh- the the bar tells them that 
they're going to be working at this smoothie shop for the day to uh, improve their uh, marriage somehow. And someone clearly told him to walk up and order something, so yeah. they're probably just like, well, fuck, what the fuck? This feels like a trade-off, maybe. Like, the resort was like, okay, look, we gave you the skydiving, we gave you the the paragliding, now you gotta send a couple of these people to work at our smoothie shop. <laughs> <laughs> You're cleaning us dry here. <laughs> Cover some costs here. So, uh, yeah, they, uh, the guy. Yeah, what's she, next? Tina, the, like, check in counter at the yeah. hotel? <laughs> you guys are going to have to make the beds on the entire fifth floor. Taito <laughs> <laughs> uh, walks out. She's like, let me get, uh, and the guy's like, oh, hold up. It's and then Taito was like, like squeaking noise, like, <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> You, you mean we're gonna be doing what your job making the smoothies? I just love like they're on they're like on a vacation and they're being put to work. It's so insane. And they're not they're not trained by anyone. They have so no idea how to do it. They're flailing. Someone's trying someone's trying to pay with a credit card and he's just like, uh, do you have cash? Or can you just come back tomorrow and pay for it? <laughs> yeah, the one guy tries to pay with a credit card and Xavier doesn't know how to do it. He's like, so you're good friends with the owner, right? I can trust you to come back and pay for this. And the guy's like, yeah. uh, yeah. <laughs> and, John, and then you hear like a voiceover from John. He's like, this is a great success. Xavier is really putting his skills of negotiation to the test. <laughs> Meanwhile, the like owner of the resort is like, "What the fuck? He's just giving out free smoothies." Yeah, and he was making the smoothies way too chunky and way Diana, too chunky. They were very chunky. I'm sure these people they got back there and they're like, "I need a straw the size of like a PVC pipe or something to <laughs> to drink this smoothie." <laughs> I need some. I need a boba straw. <laughs> Basically, yeah. I'm sure there was a, that was a that operation was like a worked a, at a net loss. There was, uh, you know, the amount of fruit and produce used and the amount of money that they got, which who knows what they were, you know, <laughs> what they were actually taking in. I'm sure do you, John. Do you think, they, do you think do this her. couple, sorry, I was going to say, do you think this couple watched the other episodes and was like, what the fuck? They got to go yeah. paragliding? Uh, yeah. They got to go paintballing. Yeah, when, <laughs> when you look at like work? the first the first few episodes, and then like last episode was getting worse, uh, a little worse, I think, and then now this one. If you look at like the four things that they do, because there's four outings, they are just <laughs> they are so bad. They're so yeah. bad compared to skydiving, paragliding, paintballing. Um, yeah. I mean, the I guess secret should... Puerto Rico tour. Oh, the, <laughs> the, por- tour. the Puerto Rico secret store, man. That oh my is, God. that was, that... well, that was just genius, but uh... that was so good. And especially, oh my God, I loved that when they were like, you gotta, you gotta tell your own secret. <laughs> <It's> so <laughs> stupid. Yeah. He's like, I, just a little flashback. They were talking about episode one when they went on the San Juan secret store and the host is like, uh, one of the secrets here, it because John obviously just told them like, uh, or the production crew, I should say, just told him, uh, yeah, this is a tour about secrets. They got to tell secrets, so say something about secrets. So the guy's like, uh, and <laughs> the secret is that they kept the gold in the safe over here, <laughs> here in this bank. Now, you, now you have to tell a secret. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
Um, here's here's that quote from here's that quote from earlier uh, from John and uh, the way I, I may have cut the other one off early, so we might hear a little runoff. John. If Xavier and Taina can't find a way to work together to make a smoothie, I don't know what hope they have to work through their trust issues. And here's the next one coming up. Sometimes the simplest of tasks can reveal the most about a person. <laughs> so what is that I, I think, for? No, that's just what he's, that's what they're doing. He says that while they're making the smoothies, because he's like, <laughs> he's like, why? Like, he can hear the audience thinking like, what, why, are, what is this? Why are they making smoothies? How is this going to fix their, they're not even really like communicating or talking about, let's look at the problem they had. The problem was that she, he. You cheated on her. Yeah. <laughs> the these movies have to do with anything. So he yeah. says, sometimes the simplest of tasks can reveal the most about a person. Which, and, uh, that. That's like very relaxing for the audience. I understand. Yeah, they love that. <laughs> it's it's just like, yeah, you know, making a smoothie, not very difficult. Making a smoothie at a business that you don't work for, trying to like accept money in a in a foreign country <laughs> is not a very simple task yeah but if you figure out a way to do it that means that your cheating doesn't matter that's true I'm sure john, that yeah that tracks yeah i'm sure john wanted to open up the books and like get in like on this bar on this smoothie bar business and you see marriage is a bit like a smoothie itself isn't it right you got all these different ingredients, and that's and that's you. That's you too, right? You know, you've got fruit, you've 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 got your strawberry, the blender's and life. you've got your banana, and sometimes uh, you put too much ice in, it gets a little bit watery, right? But sometimes when it's just perfect, when you guys work together, it's nice and smooth. So today, I want you to make smoothies for this uh, hotel bar, okay? <laughs> Do they take I'm, Venmo or? I'm going upstairs uh, with my wife. We're gonna watch a movie on demand, and uh, we'll see. They've you got the new <laughs> Mission Impossible movie. I can't wait to see it. <laughs> Henry Cavill with a mustache. I love it. Um, so <laughs> this, uh, you know, obviously the smoothies is a big success, and John's feeling really good about all of these uh, tasks that he's given everybody and all these challenges, and. They go right into the um, uh, I, I didn't relationship cut, improvement. Yeah, go right into the relationship improvement for Rob and Misha, and this time they get Puerto Rican drum therapy, which is a very common in Puerto Rico. Is um, whenever you have an issue, uh, whether it be like family or you know, or like in a relationship. Or even sometimes just at work, if you have problems with coworkers, they'll get you to go to some drum therapy where you will uh, bang on a drum until, until you're in sync. So I have a clip of that. And this is also a clip that I would like to call Kevin's Victory Lap. And, and I'll, I'll just play it and I'll explain. I'm Misha. I'm Beto. Hey, I'm Rob. How you doing? Good, Good to man. see you. We're going to do some bomba today. Oh, nice. Bomba. You guys ready? Yes. I'm into it. Bomba is a name of a drum in Spanish, but it has its roots in the Congo, in Africa. This is the oldest indigenous musical genre in Puerto Rico. All right. So basically, I've just flipped the bat and I'm rounding the bases and the crowd's booing me, but I don't give a fuck. I'm a bad boy at baseball. And 
I'm my victory lap is obviously because uh, there was somebody on Twitter who came after marriage rescue and one of the uh, therapy or uh, relationship improvement tests. Sorry, I got it. You are. What are you doing? You crinkling foil. What are you? What are you doing? Are you? Sorry. You putting a turkey in like a in a tin foil? You, you dumping your father's tea into the Charles River? Yeah, it, it's. Uh, my dad texted me. He said we're doing another tea party. Oh, oh no, man! It better this not be. Gonna ruin. This is gonna ruin your family when Taffer hears about this. You're doing it to yourself. Oh, your father says to t- they're tea part. They're tea partying themselves. Him, their own company. Okay. Like a. Okay. Well, let me know when you're done. <laughs> well, I want to trust me, but it, it's very distracting. <laughs> it's it's not that we we don't want to keep going. It's just that this is this is the worst thing that's ever happened in the history of audio. I'm sorry. Continue. Okay. So basically, the reason this is my victory lap is because. There was someone on Twitter who attacked the show Marriage Rescue. And while, yes, it does have flaws, we are the ones that will point out all the flaws. Not any of you laymen on Twitter. Uh, yeah. And especially ones who are a little overzealous in their uh, their quench for like, uh, social justice victory. Look, there are plenty of problems, okay? But when you talk about um, how uh, Puerto Rico, you're like saying that they don't have indigenous people and they're they're making fun of uh, indigenous people by having this drum. Sh- this person even specifically mentioned drums. She's like, well, do Puerto Ricans even have drums like that? Like, because it seems like it's they're they're just co-opting. I'm like, all you have to do is Google Puerto Rico. Like, I'm not going to do it for you. Just Google its history and you'll know that, yes, there were indigenous people. So this right here is John seeing me in that Twitter fight and saying, Kevin, I will put a clip in the next uh, episode where some guy goes into depth about the indigenous drum. So it feels like it's very directly directed at me, and it's definitely my victory lap. And uh, also, the guy's name is Beto, so I think Rob probably got upset when he's like, "Oh, Beto," because he's works because he's a Republican, and that's my victory lap. <laughs> it's about goddamn time. I mean, since we started this podcast. The, the disrespect from some of these people on Twitter has just been out of control. And, and to see, you know, yeah. my my best friend, Kevin, just just come out here and just fucking knock this thing out of the park. And and just to see the, the reception after this episode, Kevin, it was really beautiful that the, the Twitter timeline was just at K, you know, at, at your Twitter handle. Just thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and a lot of indigenous Puerto Rican people were kind of like, really, they like there at times I felt that there was a lot of weight on me because of this. And they sure. lifted, they lifted me up uh, in those times, said, no, we do exist. And we won't be erased by this one person online. Uh, this only one person online who decided to do a thread about marriage rescue without understanding that Joe and I are the ones that talk about marriage rescue. So yeah. You got fucking owned. Anyway, Google, look, look that up. Um, I don't really feel like shaming this person anymore, but it, when that came up, I did have a laugh because I was like, oh, that's exactly what we were talking about. And Agata, I know I, I did a terrible job explaining it all, but yeah, just understand I that I'm right. Following. And lis- listeners, I'm right. <laughs> 
you had to, you had to have watched the previous episode. I'm glad I stopped dumping my tea into the river for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, whatever. I, I got nothing to say. I'll be doing a New York Times op-ed piece on it. You can read all about it then. <laughs> Great! I uh, can't wait to you know dive in and really just get my mouth so, wet. She wants to so, dive in and get her mouth so, wet. The sea witch. <laughs> so. I, I respect uh, I respect John's decision to like how he delegated the um, the adventures for Rob and Misha because I think he sensed early on that there's nothing wrong with this couple and I'm being tricked so I will have them ride a bike and play a drum and that's it is it and they're gonna have to watch everybody else go hang gliding <laughs> and parasailing and everything else but you will ride a bike and you will yeah. play a drum and that you're gonna try and scam us do. to get on this show you're not gonna have fun <laughs> on this vacation yeah you're gonna work out buddy yeah I, I you know what that bike should have like um had like a battery on it that it could have charged or something you know make it more useful um let's see um okay so speaking of uh the tasks or what I forget what the fuck they're called. Relationship improvement adventures. Uh, I like that and more. Tainas. Yeah, it sounds better because we're marriage rescue rangers, so it sounds cooler mm-hmm. like that. Uh, and everything we do should have like a like Indiana Jones vibe. Um, so Xavier and Taina, they're very excited for their next activity, and they're like, "What will it be? What will it be?" And here we. Go. What are we doing? What have we got ourselves into? Hold on, now I'm scared of. <laughs> Hello. Hey guys, my name is Ian. Uh, John told me to take you on a tour of Old San Juan. <laughs> and we're going on a tour through Old San Juan, and we get to do it on a motorcycle. I'm extremely hopeful for what I believe that John has in store for us for the rest of the week. Oh, sorry. I I I, I played a clip too far there. Um, that uh, the I'm extremely hopeful for what I believe John has in store for us for the next week shouldn't have been played. Did you guys hear that clip? I did. Okay. Wait, did, did sorry, which part? Did you, did you hear the motorcycle part? Can you play it again? Um, geez. No, I wish okay. I could. It's I, fine. I, it's fine. It was. It's really. It's really annoying. If I. If I do, I would have to listen to like you know a few minutes of what? the clips from before. How do you have this <laughs> I just put it all in like one, one file. I don't have it all like clipped out because I don't know. It's hard to do, man. I'm just doing what I can. And, uh, yeah. Okay. You know, I gotta. You come on here. You've got your fucking producer Gabe on Dunktown, and he could do all this shit for you. <laughs> Me and Kevin are sweat, blood, and tears. We are working our ass off to just get this shit Look, out to the public. Collar. We are clamoring for it. I bring my lunch pail over to my MacBook. Let me let me say. Thank you to my producer Gabe for being such a dope producer. You're the best. Okay. All right. Feels like a dig at me when you compliment Gabe, so I'm going to say no more compliments for Gabe. And yeah. Gabe <laughs> already knows how I stand on him. I'm his like enemy and You're his enemy. Kind of like that's the relationship him and I have. It's very contentious. Yeah. We do not like each other. Um it's fun. Um we will we'll go out to the movies, but we're not happy. Uh like we're fighting over the armrests and stuff like that. Oh, are um, you sharing a popcorn? I'm getting a popcorn, and I'm and spitting all over him, saying you're not getting this. And then Gabe's like, it doesn't matter to me. I don't mind. <laughs> weird. He's, anyway, so, he's just dumping his whoppers into it. Look, this is enough talk about Gabe, and I don't want to go any further about Gabe. 
so Gabe, you are so Gabe, I'm Gabe, sorry. I have to stop talking about you. I will not say his name again, and nobody else will. So, <laughs> and this, uh, so they show up. They're thinking, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And it is motorcycle therapy, where you go on a motorcycle and you tour old San Juan, um, which I feel like was kind of what they did on the bicycle. Yeah, that's the same uh, thing. It's literally the same exact thing. Well, it's different because this time they're on a motorbike, Mm. you Mm. know, and and very uncomfortable. Yes. Motorbike. Yes. Uh, (laughs) Taina does have to sit in like a two inch wide uh, sidecar while Xavier um, straddles this um, the driver metal bar on his crotch. Um, you know, I guess maybe it's got to be like an intern on the show that's like tasked with finding activities to do in the city. Mm-hmm. And they're really just out of ideas. And that's not good because it's episode four <laughs> of the whole show. Um, yeah, I think they're they're kind of like slacking off, you know, they're like sitting around at work on Reddit. And then their boss comes in and says, do you have that list yet? Um, you know, you've got to have it by 4 p.m. And he's just like, go- he just Googles what to do in San Juan. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then TripAdvisor comes up and, um, you know. Make smoothies. Just... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Get a job making <laughs> smoothies. Yeah. <laughs> Get a job is the number one answer. <laughs> Misha does hates it. it went, that's why Misha was not thrilled about going to San Juan. Uh, yeah, it doesn't bode well for season two. Uh, what the activities will be, uh, they're either going to have to heighten them to an extreme sense where they like, all right, we've lit this small building on fire. Your wife's inside. Uh, you have to rescue her. Something yeah, like that. that'd be something Nagata would be good at. If we get yeah. her on season two, I do. Yeah, I I am good at um, putting out fires. That's true. I'm not, I'm good at tea. I'm good at fires. So, I've got it all. So the uh, motorcycle therapy works. Um, they John also figured out that they were religious, and so he had them go to San Juan, which has some churches. Uh, so that was really smart of him to do, and the. the clip that i played uh that like rolled through there was savior uh after this he says i'm extremely hopeful for what i believe john has in store for us for the rest of the week and unfortunately for xavier there was nothing else john had in store for him. <laughs> yeah john only gets <laughs> three days with them and that was day three so yeah all you have left is the promise ceremony sorry xavier i wish one of the producers told him that so he wouldn't look like such a dumbass on tv <laughs> on top of being told he has a small penis. Um, so then they have a little sit down and they talk or, or whatever uh, with John. John, I think they do the final. Uh, this is when he finally says that he doesn't cheat and he does the whole Bill Clinton thing. Like, I did not have sexual intercourse with her. Mm-hmm. Um, Can we just, so, like, take one uh, more second to talk about, like, how fucking insane it was that, like, they insisted on saying sexual intercourse. did you have sexual intercourse with anyone and he's like no I did not have sexual intercourse with anyone and Tapper's like you see no sexual intercourse it's it like 100% taps into the Bill Clinton 
and thing. And I can't, I can't help but think that that like whole instance kind of poisoned uh, people's brains in a lot of ways. And like, that was, that's the way you deal with like a relationship. Like if you cheat, all you have to do is repeat these words that Bill Clinton said, and you can continue to be the president, you know, or like you continue to be the husband that you are, as long as you just say with like strong convictions, I did not have sexual intercourse uh, with this person. Because, and they, like I said, I think they use the terminology sexual intercourse because like Bill Clinton, it was like sex. What is sex? Like, I don't know. Like, you know, we're getting into semantics here. What do these words even mean? So sexual intercourse is very specific of what it is. Like, yeah, I didn't have sex with her. She just fell onto my dick. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He's like, intercourse uh, what is that uh there was like a key and peel sketch with um neil degrasse tyson where he's like where it's something like you know i didn't sleep is his wife like catches him sleeping or, or cheating on him or, or cheating on her and he says something like actually the uh the many fibers or, or, or whatever of your body are molecules and they come so close to touching but never actually do so really i never even had sex with her because we never fit it was like you know a whole extended <laughs> Uh, funny way of explaining. I love it, when people basically... explain sketch comedy to me. Because <laughs> I, I, it's so honestly... funny. <laughs> it's like I don't. I don't need to watch it at all. I just need. It's better if they half remember it. If it's half yeah. remembered and like, and the like joke vague is not details. like included. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. It's it's yeah. very unclear what they're what point they're trying to make. And it's so good. <laughs> it's good. Well, I'm glad you all enjoyed that. Uh, so this is a this is the clip after they fix everything. Uh, it, I just thought this one was funny. As uh, Xavier becomes very relatable. Thank you, girl. Got me crying in the shirt, girl. This ain't the shirt to be crying in. I tell you, this is not a shirt to cry. <laughs> yeah, I disagree. I thought. Uh, I, I, I'm going to agree with you in, in disagreeing, Joe. Uh, yeah. Do you want to say why? I have a reason why. But... Yeah, I, I would like to say why. Um, I so, so what Xavier is wearing is like a, um, a dark blue with uh, uh, like yellow leaves, bright yellow leaves on it. It's a, it's a floral Hawaiian shirt. Um, it's very fun and flirty, uh, much like Xavier himself. Uh, and... I think it's a perfect shirt to cry in because it shows statement that you like to have fun. But if you cry in it, it also shows that you have a, a strong emotional side to you and you're not afraid to um, tell your partner that you did not have sexual intercourse with anyone else outside the marriage. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Kev, would you like to respond? Well, I thought, I think I agree with everything that you said there. And I also think that and much in like to align with what you said is that because it is such a nice and fun shirt, I think it's the perfect shirt to cry in because people look at you and say, well, this guy, look at this guy crying over here. Look at this little guy crying over here. Looking, and like, oh, well, look at that shirt, though. That is a nice shirt. So that's oh, I mean, it's actually a perfect shirt to cry in because mm-hmm. people will still think positively of you even after even after you cry in front of them. And uh, yeah, you can find this shirt in the Taffer's Taylor app. It has been updated um, with all of uh, Xavier's fun shirts. It is in the Taffer's Taylor app. What was that, Kev? Xavier's? Hmm? 
Xavier's shirt is in the app. Xavier's shirt is in the app. John took a such a uh, keen liking to it that uh, he put it in there. And uh, there's a new feature Xavier's now where not... if um, is there a Xavier you... mode? Well, no, it's just the shirt. But there is um, there is a new feature where John, um, if you if you downloaded this new um, expansion pack. Uh, where John physically uh, tears the shirt off of Xavier, uh, puts it on, and then sits down and has a big cry. <laughs> that is cool, but I do wish that they did have maybe a Xavier mode so we can get a look at that penis. <laughs> I'll talk to the developers. We'll see what we can do. Okay. So everything's cool now. Everything's fixed for the most part. It's just a formality at this point that they have to go to this little promise ceremony that John does. And Well, John uh, even says this time, he's like, this is the first time I've done this that I have no doubt that both couples are definitely going to come to the ceremony. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he knows he's done a good job. And I think he knew from the get go that I think with the tasks that he gave them, they were kind of like light work, you know, cause he knew they didn't need the heavy stuff like uh, falling out of a plane or something. So, um, and I have a, uh, Xavier does a nice promise, and I have Taina's promise here, uh, just because, uh, just for this one little... I promise to never throw any of the information you have trusted with me in your face. I promise to stop looking in your phone and GPSing you. That, I thought, felt was the biggest promise of the day. Um, no and John, more John does get a big kick out of that. Taina gives him a look after she says mm-hmm. it, and he gives a nice smile for that. Well, he knows he's losing an employee. Uh, she's, she's, she's she's kissing the tracking business goodbye, and uh, and the so business. you know, and the That's smoothie right. business, yeah. So, so she's uh, yeah, he lost two employees, uh, but he gained uh, another statistic on his saved marriage resume. So, uh, overall, success for John, I think, uh, because the tracking business, let's be honest, it's it's a it's a dying industry. Mm-hmm with the with these apps nowadays and everything um so that marriage is saved that's good we can put that one in the books uh and then rob and misha they do their promises and well we'll find out here in this clip that i've uh put together but um there was uh there was some things that we didn't talk about and that the show was because the show was kind of vague with but um John, at some point in the episode, he wheels over like a 10 gallon, like husky toolbox. And inside there's like a bunch, they don't show any of the tools to the camera, but it's like, there's like a hole, uh, you know, he, he opens it up on the other side of the camera. So you can't see, and you know, Rob and Misha are very excited for the, the tools that are inside. And so I'll play the clip from their promise, uh, ceremony and, uh, and then we'll talk about that. I asked you both to put together a couple of promises. And I thought it'd be appropriate if you started, Rob. I promise to make sure that I am always lifting you up. You have a few things to say to Rob, don't you? Absolutely. To my favorite guy in the whole entire world, I promise to make sure we use those tools when we go back to New York. Are you crying? <laughs> it's just so beautiful when he pulls out the crowbar and the screwdriver and lays them at 
at his feet and he says he promises that he'll use those tools because when they first got to the island they just didn't know what to do with them but now their marriage is so strong that they did have one big giant suitcase clunking around with a bunch of tools in it the whole episode yeah well i mean that's you know the taffer thing he he's not going to show us everything he's given them these set of tools and it was like i they didn't really talk about this too much but rob he promises to always be lifting him up so i thought it was nice of john to include the pulley system (laughs) uh, ropes uh and other things that will make it easier for him to lift him up because i'm i'm assuming that the next step here in this relationship is some sort of art that involves uh Rob lifting him up and the uh, lifting Misha up and them utilizing the tools that John has given them. Mm. So uh, I have the last clip is uh, from the continuation that uh, Misha, uh, who has, you know, he's been criticized by Rob about not, you know, like saying he doesn't have the time or that art takes too long. So he actually makes Rob some art. Uh, and I have that clip now. The last few days, he actually found some time to do a little art. Oh, yeah? So now John's showing him the art, and it is... <laughs> oh, my God, I forgot about this part. <laughs> he loves you. <laughs> oh, the, the picture is so good. There's always going to be obstacles. I know that we can use these tools to get through them. I think that we're a lot stronger (laughs) leaving this island, and I think that we will be even stronger, and we can use these tools. (laughs) So he he paints or draws? I think it's a a drawing, yeah. Yeah, it's a drawing of of himself? No, it's it's a a naked Rob. In a like uh, in a fighter stance. (laughs) Yeah, first I was like, who's who? Why did he draw like Sonny Liston or something? Like, what is this? You know. But it was actually Rob, and and I believe he did use the tools that John gave him to to make this. And hopefully, you know, at the end of this, when they go back to New York, uh, they're gonna hang that up in their apartment. Maybe Misha can hang it up really high if they if Rob lifts him up. (laughs) <laughs> and uh i've never i've watched a lot of bar rescue i've i can't remember seeing taffer get this emotional taffer lets out some taffer tears here during uh this pre- presentation of the art ceremony yeah, like, he loves so you much. so much <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and i well, think once once you can draw your partner naked in this like crouching backwards uh, like look like I think that's when you know that all of your problems don't matter anymore and your marriage is strong yeah well, this is this is a real feel good episode overall you know to have these two couples um, really really almost like Kev uh, earlier just knock it out of the park yeah yeah and uh, sure one of them may be like a couple of grifters who you know are just trying to you know get a free vacation out of it one look there's not a lot of black republicans there's not a lot of gay republicans but rob is a black man and a gay man and he decides to be look 
hey, look, I, I don't know what makes people join uh, any sort of political alignment, but let's just say that if you are a gay black man, there's definitely an av- avenue for you in, Repub- in the Republican field, you know, where you can easily, you know, talk bad about uh basically like your own people and other people will be like, yeah, man. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. See, look, he's saying it. He's gay and black. So Rob, I think he's uh, maybe a sociopath too. Um, uh, Misha, he seems all right. You know, he just seems like he doesn't know. He just doesn't have a kid. He's a, he's a sweetie. <laughs> he's a sweetie. Yeah. So look, I know we, they're both. Honks. I know we don't get political here. Look, they are both hunks. We have to say it. Okay. Um, you hate to say it for Rob because, you know, you know how he, you know, there's maybe something rotting on the inside, but, uh, you know, he is a hunk in all sense of the word. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, uh, we don't like to get political. So I, I want to apologize for, for that folks. I, uh, I just, you know, he just, he seems like a, the grifting type mm-hmm. and this episode, I feel like confirmed it for me. Um, so yeah, that was the episode. I think everybody went home happy and, uh, if we go over the four uh, things they did, it was ride a bike, mm-hmm. make a smoothie, play a drum, and ride a motorcycle. So, oh man, they really lucked out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they not just make a smoothie, make smoothies for strangers. <laughs> for like yeah, 20, twenty people at least. Yeah, there was a big yeah. line there. Yeah, not just like make yourself a smoothie. That would be nice, but. Do it for all these people and also have no idea how to take money from them. Why not? You make a smoothie for your wife. You make a smoothie for your husband. You guys enjoy these smoothies on the beach. And then you can say like, oh, you didn't include blueberries. You know, I like blueberries. And then that's where you find out um, that the person maybe doesn't know what you like in a smoothie um just a little idea for the production crew if they want to re you know reuse that smoothie bar next season (laughs) next season that's funny next Mm -hmm. season they get there no you guys are making smoothies and they're like oh okay we've seen this one before and the guy goes for yourself and they go what (laughs) really shake it up well i it's time i have to give my um my tease kev about um about what's coming uh oh god (laughs) Because as we all know, um, in episode one, John says that uh, we get through the tough times together to win. Uh, Kev agreed with that, and uh, I did not. And uh, next episode, Kev, is contractually the last one we have to record. Mm -hmm. Yep. So Um, so you'll be uh, giving your full explanation and reasoning behind why you don't think that the phrase or the grouping of words we'll just call them because i know you're gonna like try to you're gonna pick this apart all sorts of ways but mm-hmm. however you want to say it the the saying we get through the tough times to win yeah somehow you're, gonna, you're you're i loved i can't wait for you to say why that's the wrong. the first the first clue i gave was that it has to do with uh, a shoe brand yep um the second clue I don't remember what it was. I don't know if there was one. I don't think there was a second one. So I'm going to have to do uh, clue two and three right now. Okay. All right. So clue two is it's out of this world. Okay. 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 
Clue three. And I think this is this might tip my hand a little bit. Um but Yeehaw and Giddy Up is clue number three. Yeehaw. Yeehaw and Giddy Up. Huh. Okay, mm-hmm. so Alright, folks, so if you're at home, open up uh, your notebook and clue number one is shoe, brand of shoe. Clue two is uh, I already forgot. It's out of this world. It's out of this world. Clue three is Yeehaw and Giddy Up. I forgot that one too. Okay, Yeehaw and Giddy Up. So it's got to do with cowboys. It's got to do with maybe outer, probably outer space. It's got to do with shoes. And I'm thinking... Cowboys versus aliens, right off the bat. Sure. And um, and I'm thinking of the guy who started in that, Daniel Craig, and his face. People say sometimes looks like a shoe. Um, well, to be clear, it's the clue number one is that it's a shoe brand. It's a brand oh, of shoes. Okay. Okay. So, okay. I'm trying to think of what would James Bond. I'm putting on my Converse. I'm putting on my putting on my. Uh, my new balance. Yeah. Uh, well, that's for the listeners to figure out, not me. Uh, so, guys, I think we covered this episode um, very well. Mm-hmm. And uh, Agata, is there anything that, like, you know, just to, in general points about the episode or John or what this, his strategies are you want to talk about? Yeah, I just want to say this show is dark as fuck like truly made me uneasy in a <laughs> comfortable way and i do not ever want to watch another episode unless of course you guys want me on again yeah well oh. we will Ho- hopefully there's a season two i mean look you may not have to watch an episode because we'll probably keep doing the podcast but it will just be about um you know, like just Taffer's appearances on Fox and Friends mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Right. <laughs> His bar and also, stuff. <laughs> and also, we're probably going to get into um, the business of rescuing marriages as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 I'll so if you know you anybody. Up. Yeah. I'll hit yeah. you up once I uh, get married. Can I just say, I'm really glad you didn't watch uh, oh. the last episode. That, that was the one with Millie. Was that the one? That um, was the one. Yeah. See, so we, uh, well, I should say I, uh, because I'm constantly go- uh, Twitter searching marriage rescue, I found one of the people who was on marriage rescue. And she's mm-hmm. like, we got, she's like responding to John Taffer, like, it do- the show doesn't work. My husband and I got a divorce. So I was <laughs> like, I was like, oh, this person would be fun to interview just to see, like, what are they talking about? Like, you know, maybe we should talk some shit about John Taffer or whatever. But after, like, you know, I was trying to communicate with her. She's like, oh, there's still problems with the doors. And I'm like, mm, I don't know about this. And then uh, <laughs> and then after her episode, I was like, I do, I do not want to talk to this person because she it is just so heartbreaking. It is all just so heartbreaking. It was very it's sad. It's dark to watch. Like they do their whole ceremony and like we love each other and our relationship is going to work. And. Then, uh, you know, Taffer sends them off. And then, of course, we know uh, that it didn't work out and that it is a sad ending. And I actually um, let me pull up a tweet really quick. While Kev pulls up his tweet, uh, I got it. Do you have anything you want to plug? 
Yeah. Um, check out my show. It's called Dunktown. Uh, we talk about the NBA and the WNBA and basketball stuff in general. Um, it's very silly and uh, fun, and anyone is welcome. You don't have to know about basketball. We welcome anyone, unless you're a jerk. And in that case, you're not invited. Yes, please listen to a goddess uh, much less popular than our show. Um, you'll 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 enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. It's like compared to this show, it's like cute. But you know, someday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys will get there. You'll get your numbers up, especially yeah. with the with the marriage rescue ranger bump. It's going to be. Uh, I I foresee some big numbers for you. Oh, thank you guys. Thanks so much for having yeah. me on. What a joy. You're welcome. And before you go, let me just read. This tweet for you. Uh, this is a tweet yeah. from John Taffer. He says, did you see last night's episode of hashtag marriage rescue? If not, here's your chance to get caught up. And it's a link to the uh, streaming of it. And then Millie from the show responds. Thank you, John Taffer, for working with Daniel and I on marriage rescue. And John. Responds, My pleasure. I hope you and Daniel are together and supporting each oh, other. Oh, no. <laughs> Wait, she's the one who was divorced. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. yeah, so John is, like, comp- not interested. I really wish he would have wrote, like, we are not. Uh, just, but it is, that is not happening, clearly. She, uh, didn't, she didn't respond back? No, she didn't, which I thought she would. Because on other people's tweets, they're, like, it, it, when other people were tweeting about her on the show, because some people, like, live tweet it, she mm-hmm. would respond, like, that's, you know, the show didn't work, blah, blah, blah. Um so much for marriage rescue working uh you know just basically saying it's not he's not gonna fix your relationship so yeah maybe john called her and was like shut the fuck up (laughs) 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 anyway everybody listen to dunk town uh dunk dot town it's a great basketball podcast and it's fun for everyone from beginners to the experts um, oh, thanks, so Kev. Check that out. Yeah, unironically, it's a great show. Yeah. I love to listen to it. Um, a lot of fun. Cute. You guys are so yeah. cute. It's Thank true. You. It's true. We are. <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks, everybody. Uh, uh, bye. bye. See you later. Bye.